And so I says to him, I said, hey, what's the deal with dating a minor? Welcome back, everyone. Episode 17 of Incoherent Mumbling. I just want to start hey. out with a good Jerry Seinfeld bit. Hey, Logan. Hey, Matt. Your audio doesn't sound like you're quite connected with your headphones. It doesn't? It sounds kind of weird. My audio sounds weird? Yeah. Let me, Hold on one second. We're going to do this while we're on the podcast. Let's do it. Take a listen. I could be wrong. Uh, hold on. Let's see what happens like this. Okay, how's that? There we go. Okay, so it didn't pick up my Yeti microphone. It ah, was just my computer sense. microphone, which is trashass.com. <laughs> I was wondering why I could hear Shelby so clearly. Yeah. And you were underwater. I'm Well, to be fair, it is the year 3000. That's and true. Not much has changed, Matt. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> great needle drop oh thank you but again welcome to the pod everyone uh if hello you, it, i so i i did my george i keep saying george seinfeld jerry who is george seinfeld he's if george costanza and, <laughs> it's their child. and jerry seinfeld had a love baby what's the deal with fucking george george get over here Bring your hot ass over here. Do you know a George Costanza impression as well? No. Do you? Uh, Can you do a Costanza uh, impression? Hey, I'm bald. <laughs> this is supposed to be the year of George. <laughs> well, that's that's as far as my impression goes. I'm I, 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 I hope you weren't actually expecting something. I couldn't tell you what he sounds like. I was just going to say... Neither could I. I couldn't tell you. And I've seen at least an episode of Seinfeld. An episode of I've Seinfeld? S- I Well, I watched like the first half of the first season. Put some respect on Jason Alexander's name. Put, put some respect on Jason Statham's name. That, that would be a much different show. Imagine if Jason Statham was George Costanza. <laughs> Oi, Jerry. <laughs> Oi, Jerry. <laughs> it's a megalodon. I've, <laughs> I've got this device strapped to my heart. You could say I'm cranked. <laughs> What's the deal with getting stuff stuck to your heart? You could say I'm cranked too. High voltage. Cranked to the crankening. <laughs> it's my favorite T-Pain song. Same. <laughs> but welcome back, everybody. Pod number 17. We're here. We're living. We're alive. We're, we're well. For the most part. For the most part. Um, and that's because Matt... I heard something that you have to do for 14 days. Mm, I wouldn't say 14. I'm knocking on wood. Hopefully hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not 14 days, but... but your boy has been in quarantine for four days so far. In, in how many days so far? It's been... This is day four. Day four. Okay, so you have maximum 10 more days. Yes, basically. Yeah. That well, that that is if you don't come back positive, because it's yeah. it's fourteen days once you hit positive, right? Like once I believe you, so. Right. Okay. So it could be. I mean, you could get positive on day fourteen and then have to go. Well, and- thank you for saying that. That makes me feel much better. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't even think. Wow. <laughs> oh no. You could be in quarantine for two for two months. You know, you never I, know. I. <laughs> I think I just ruined your life for the next 10 days. That's okay. My life was already ruined up until this point. So Um, there's a story behind it you told me? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So this last weekend, um, Kendra and I, she came back up to South Bend and we were going to dog sit her mom's dog. Okay. You're going to sit on a dog? Pretty much. Um, And so we get to the house on i think she came up saturday and she was gonna stay until monday morning okay and her little sister is there and we're confused because we're like why did your mom ask you to come up to, <laughs> to, <laughs> like, to why South is Bend after the first week of school right if there's already people at the house yeah and so it wasn't a big deal because the next morning some close family friends were gonna come and pick uh her little sister up. Okay. Yeah. And so right before they came to the house to pick up the little sister, she went downstairs and she's like, 
hey, by the way, I think the dryer is flooding. And I'm just like... She, the dryer is flooding? I was like, I don't think the dryer is supposed to be flooding. Because usually not... a dryer is the opposite of wet. You're saying... Um, <laughs> is that the washer then at that point? <laughs> yeah, if I'm not confusing my words and my physics. If any dryer starts leaking water, it is now the washer. Yes. So we found out that it wasn't the dryer. It was the sump pump. Ah. And it was literally flooding the basement... Or at least, like, the laundry room. Oh, no. And so we stopped it pretty quickly, so there yeah. wasn't too much flooding. That's good. And the family friends get back, and we spent about an hour and a half or two trying to fix it and, right. like, helping out. Yeah, of course. And we got it solved. And so they all headed out, and Kendra and I had a good weekend. Good. And then Monday morning comes along. I just get back to my house, and Kendra had just hit the road to go back to, to, to campus. Yep. And she calls me in the drive and she goes, so, uh, they had COVID. Are you, what? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah, she just called me this morning and said that she had tested positive this morning for COVID. So what had happened was. When did she take the test? Okay. So, so I was pissed off at first because I had believed that, you know, I was like a regular test. So like three days had passed and yeah. she wasn't quarantining. So I was, I was, I was upset, but luckily it turned out that. They woke up that morning, Monday morning, with a cold, oh, went in, got, got a, a rapid, rapid test, test, yeah, and then okay. found out that it came back positive. Okay, so okay, so they didn't knowingly. No, 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 no. Okay, that's good at think, least. Yeah, I was so mad, and I, I was just like oof. ranting to Kendra. I'm like, yeah. I can't believe this. Why would this happen? How I, could they do oh. this? And it turned out it was just a misunderstanding yeah. at that point. But. We had spent in close proximity with them without masks doing stuff for, for like two hours. For yeah. like two hours. Yeah. So I immediately called uh, my work and was like, hey, uh, I got to call the wellness center and figure out when to get tested. Yep. I called the wellness center and they were like, you have to wait until day four or five and then we'll schedule you for a test because if you take a test too early, it might come back as a false negative. Right. Exactly. Yep. And they're like, but like, if you start experiencing symptoms before that, you know, you might want to call us and we'll get you in earlier. Yeah, exactly. So it's day four, um, got my test today. And so I will get my results in about two or three days. So it's two to three more days of staying in my room, which luckily is where my office is. So I haven't missed work either. Oh, and I haven't been experiencing any sort of symptoms and neither has Kendra. That's good. So I'm feeling very lucky and optimistic that I dodged probably a, dodged missed a bullet. out. Yeah, you yes. dodged the bullet. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm hoping because COVID, I don't know if you know this, does not sound like a fun time. Co- you know, it hasn't been well documented if you didn't know. Yeah, I would say for most people, COVID's not a fun experience. Not, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. I was making a joke. Like everyone knows about COVID. Oh, <laughs> that too it's this budding disease you know exactly you know it's this kind of like indie virus you know it's kind of on the underground right now indie virus is my favorite indie band yeah i love it indie virus it's actually not a bad name no it isn't i'm gonna gonna write that down it's also it's also a tony hawk trick that he came up with in the (laughs) 90s the indie virus he does an indie and then coughs on the board (laughs) then he lands it and makes a billion dollars honestly pretty impressive something i couldn't do no <laughs> did you see that he tweeted something a few days ago pretty much kind of saying that like he was like close to never skating again well that doesn't surprise me because the dude is like 55 i thought he was like 40 <coughs> something no he is in like his mid 50s now and so he just did a 720 yeah and he i'm sure that's the post you're talking about like yes yeah it, it about took him out which like dude You've been skating for way longer than you should have been skating. Like, Absolutely. He's 52. I just looked it up. Yeah. Some people get knocked out in their 20s from 20s injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this dude made an entire full career, full, full normal job career out of skateboarding. I mean, so it's 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 incredible. But, you know, it was kind of like one of those just like sort of like a gut punch a little bit of someone who, you know, you associate with one thing being like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever do this anymore. Yeah, well, because we both grew up with Tony Hawk being this megastar because of his skating in the video games. Yep. Like, we grew up with the games have already been out for a little while. So he had already hit stardom. Like, he was already there. And he's always been this figure of dope-ass vert skateboarding. 
(laughs) (laughs) Which is insane because he legitimately invented like most of the tricks people do now. Yeah. Like that's insane. He like revolutionized and like popularized the the sport really. Yeah, he did. No, he he brought it to the mainstream. He absolutely did. Yeah, both street and vert skating, skating of all kinds. He is a major reason why it's an uh, an Olympic sport now, because yeah. it blew up so big be- in part because of the game and and his fame. And yeah. Bars. Th- thank you, thank you. <laughs> My rap name, Low Virus, with the next EP coming out. <laughs> Looking forward to it. COVID nineteen bars. But... You have a song that features Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's on every track, but you don't know it. You you <laughs> you have to find him in each track and like try it. Where's Rivers? Where's Rivers? <laughs> Dude, I would just like to think like in every song it's just a hit and just wrestle with Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Have you heard the version? I've sent you the version of the song where it's just wrestle with wrestle Jimmy. Wrestle with Jimmy. Yeah, that, yeah, it's so good. I love it. Oh, God. But yeah, Tony Hawk is a bona fide legend, of course. And it absolutely sucks that like as we get older, more and more, more, and more people that we looked up to. Uh, get old. Like, yeah. it's weird how age and life works, but... What? Yeah, People I know. People get older as I grow up? <laughs> well, seeing, like, Ric Flair be 95 years old, it seems, which he's not that old. He's in his 70s, but dear God... I he, was just about to say, is Ric Flair actually 95 He looks like old? he's 157. <laughs> he has, like, five teeth. <laughs> and there's a current storyline on current WWE Monday Night Raw... Where uh, he is a sugar daddy to this one wrestler. Interesting. It's not good. I don't think it's gonna say. It is trash garbage. It's awful. <laughs> they can't all be winners. No, and most of them aren't. To be completely honest with you. What's the ratio of good wrestling storylines to bad wrestling? Oh, storylines? okay. So there's normally normally like eight to ten going on at a time. Okay. Like per company. Well, not per company. I think WWE has more because there's more brands. Like there's different shows. Right. Um, is this compared to uh, AEW? This is compared to AEW. So okay. I would say AEW probably has like four to five, maybe six, con- like concurrent storylines. WWE, I think, might have maybe. 15 upwards of 20 because they have three different shows right that all have their own characters and own storylines and almost all of them are fucking awful <laughs> and it's so it so it was the worst in what is known as the pg era so there there was a time in wrestling called the attitude era which is the most famous era of all time and that ran from like 96 to about 2002 Mm-hmm. And then there was the era called the Ruthless Aggression Era, which is from 03 to like 07. And then the PG era hits in like 08 and goes until about 2015, 2016. And that's when the company switched from being rated uh, TV 14 to TV PG. And oh. it sucked for a long time. I was going to say, there's some things that, you know, that rating doesn't really matter all that much, but... It, ma- you have it to matters try for to, like, water down, you know, the things that you do. And yeah. especially something that involves, like, fighting. Yeah, <laughs> fighting. Yeah, exactly. That, like, um, like combat, you know, quote unquote. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, though. In the Attitude Era, the storylines were also trash garbage, but they were raunchy as fuck. So, I'll give you one example. Okay. There was this wrestler named Val Venus. Val Venus. Val Venus. And that's not a porn star. Well. Oh no. That's 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 what his character pretty much was. Okay. He he would come out and flirt with the ladies, and he he came out in a in a bath towel wrapped around his body, like he was naked under his his towel, and he would take it off and like fucking pretty much strip tease, but like he had his trunks on. Um, there was a storyline where he got involved and was uh, feuding uh, with. Uh, this Japanese group. And at the end of that storyline, uh, they cut his penis off. <laughs> and one of the guys, so they drug him to the backstage, tied him up, 
and right before so they did it with a samurai sword they did it oh that's even they did it with a katana wow (laughs) that's the kind of circus circumcision i would like to and so they're they're about to do it and one of the guys yells at him choppy choppy your pp and then they cut his penis off and it and it cuts that's um I I don't I don't honestly know what I'm supposed to say. I to wish that. I were kidding. I really wish I were kidding. Um, there is this another storyline. You know what? I'll just go on a tangent about bad wrestling storylines because there are way too many for something I love so much. It's so bad most of the time. <laughs> there was this other storyline in that same era with this guy named Mark Henry, and he's he was a former world strongest man. So he was like this built dude. He's like 350 pounds. This, this big black guy. And he uh, started flirting with this 80-year-old former wrestler. Uh, they had sex. I, like, there was a scene where they were in bed together, you know. Oh, okay. And then she gets pregnant. And then there's a delivery scene. No. And she gives birth. No. To a hand. <laughs> Just, how many how many drugs is the writer's room on? Oh, it's not just the writer's room. Everyone's on drugs. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's I the mean, mid the to late 90s. And... Everybody's on drugs. <laughs> Everybody's on multiple drugs. Wow. Um, and then in like 2012 or 13, uh, The Hand made a cameo. That someone put a dude in a hand suit. Oh, my God. And the woman walked around with him like uh, she uh, he was her son. I'm yeah. I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to say about any of this. You shouldn't say anything because but you know what? That's fine. And that's where we're gonna stop. Thank you for listening, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but what a way to go out. It's so bad, dude. <clears throat> it's so bad. That's I don't I it's like you could like you could like do sort of like a game, sort of what I did for um Star Wars characters where you could give me three like wrestling storylines and I so I make up two of them and you and there's one real one and you have to guess the real one yeah oh oh we might do that instead of the guess instead of the picture game I, I might I might do that I, I feel like you could get really creative oh that. I could get really uh um offensive I think is the word you can get handsy <laughs> um also there was uh, some racism I can't lie. Of course, of uh, course. Someone dressed up in blackface. Oh no! Uh, dressed up like Mark Henry, the guy whose son is a hand. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of blackface, <laughs> <laughs> an actual legit. This is actually like a legit like segue. Okay, though. well, hold on because I have, okay, I, I have one more thing. Vince McMahon said the N word on live TV, but go ahead. Um. Again, it's Vince McMahon. That does not surprise me. Um, but I was watching a movie. If I think it was <clears throat> last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, Toy Story two. <laughs> do you yeah, not? I, do you not remember that famous blackface scene in Toy Story two? I'm sorry. I guess that might be the deleted, the deleted scene, the extended version. <laughs> oh, that's in the what? The Nolan cut? Is that what? It, it's not the Nolan cut. It's the Snyder cut. It's the there you go. Yeah, it's, it's the Snyder cut of Batman Toy Story. does blackface and says the f word. They had a casting couch scene in Toy Story 2? Yeah, it's at the end during the credits. And I have the VHS. They've cut it out now. It's not on Disney Plus or anything anymore, but yeah. Matt, did you know about this? Uh, I wish I didn't know about it. (laughs) It's real. You can find it on YouTube. Well, then I know exactly what I'm doing as soon as this podcast ends. Yeah, me too. And uh, oof. But I was watching this movie called Black Narcissus. It's like a 40s psychological drama. Okay, yeah. That has a lot of great things I like. You know, it's about like, it's pretty much about a group of nuns that go up to a mountain to go live with a village and they start going insane because they're so horny. Um, That's the greatest, that might be the greatest movie I think you've ever talked about. It's very good. And it's also got some like the best, like 
visuals you'll probably yeah, ever see so that point. Yeah, I, so I, I saw you make a tweet about it, and it, yeah. it looks stunning. It really did. It's it's a great, great movie. Yeah. Until it is pretty much a perfect movie, movie, except one of the characters is just heavily in blackface. Oh. And it's just, yeah. I'm sure it takes you out of it. Like, you see it, and you're, like, jarred a little bit. I was, like, I was looking at the person when they first came on screen, and I was, like... They're definitely not in blackface, right? They they can't be in blackface. There's no way. Cause I'm gonna try, I have to remember what what her character's name is. Let me see. Um, but then you remember it's the '40s, and of course she was in blackface. Yeah, the name of the character was. They were talking about Conchi, I think is her name. Conchi. Conchi, and I'm like, okay, so she's probably one of the village girls, and then she comes out, and it's just a it's a white girl in blackface. Oh, that's and the it's, worst. It's very just noticeable and. I mean, that's just that's just part of the history. It's what they did. Right. And it's unfortunate. Um, but I still liked the movie overall. Even yeah. though as soon as that happened, I was like, man, you, you had to... You had to do that? You had to throw on the racism. Well, yeah, knowing you, once you saw it, you stood up and clapped really loud and a lot. Mm, what now? Do you have, like, a fucking camera? Are you looking through my webcam right now? That I've been, is... I've been spying on you the whole time. Yeah, well, it's it's closed right now, so fuck you. Yeah, so 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 every time Matt sees racism, he stands up and claps. So I just have wanted, to. Yeah, it's it's like when you know a, a plane lands. It's the law. It's what white people have to do. <laughs> white, I'm sorry. White people clap at racism. Yeah, <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's just a Medea movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what, no. Yeah, what Shelby said. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this has kind of gone off the deep end. It's gone off. It has. But, I mean, it went off the deep end when I talked about some dude getting their dick cut off. That's true. So. <laughs> you you brought it in, and then I, I brought in, I was talking about blackface. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Hey. And, hey. But that's the way it goes. It's so that satisfying. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Hippocampus. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot, Hippocampus. Thank you, Hippo. That's it. That. I I I used to like really be into Hippocampus a lot. You you showed me one of their songs and I listened to them sometimes. Mm-hmm. I I mean like even like the album I liked there were like a handful of songs that I really really enjoyed but then like the majority of it I wasn't I didn't care for. Yeah. And I think the direction they're in now is just not my not my cup of tea. Do you think that's how you feel about most artists that aren't your favorite? Where it's like there's a few there's a few song specific songs you really like and the rest you could give a fuck less about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be like like a song that I discover by them that's just like fucking owns and I love it. Yeah. And then I go and like to like their album that came off of and I listen through it and I'm just like, eh, this is the peak. Yeah, that that was me with the day to remember. There was like two. A Day to Remember songs that I really liked. And I went through the rest of the discography. I was like, oh, this isn't. I'm in the wrong part of emo town. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the songs I, I liked from A Day to Remember. I'm That's exactly, like, that's a really good... Um... <laughs> that's a good example? Like, yeah. That's the band most people would say that about, I think. Like, of course they have diehard fans, but most people would be like, yeah, I mean, they got a few good ones. Yeah, I think it was... Um, there's this song by them called... Uh, if it means a lot to you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's probably their one of their more famous ones. That's the one that I listened... That's that album went back, and I was just like, eh, not for me. Yeah. There's a song with the name Larry in it. I made, I, it's I'm made of, made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? It's yeah. a quote from Night at the Museum. Oh, yeah, it is. I, I also saw that TikTok, Matt. <laughs> no, I, I just did that from, from my brain. Oh, gotcha. I didn't know there was a TikTok about it. There was. There was. And I got it. <laughs> well, I just know everything because even though you look through my webcam, I look through your phone. Are you TikTok, Matt? I am the TikTok. I am TikTok. That's right, Matt. They you... tried to ban me. It didn't work, dude. Do you do you uh, do you have any stock in GameStop, Matt? <laughs> you have any? You know what? I thought about it. Me too. I also thought about it, and I wish I would have. <laughs> I thought about just like dropping a hundred bucks. Yeah. And seeing what happened. But I never got around to it, and I think it's too late. It, it absolutely is. It's yeah, it's down a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah, we I, could we could buy AMC though. No, they're also down. <laughs> oh. I checked. People have lost a lot of money on AMC because it never really went up any higher. <laughs> well, they're just kidding then. So with GameStop, I calculated it because it was down to like four dollars a share. 
and mm-hmm. I, I was like, okay, let's say I spend $60. Like, I'm going to buy a game. Let's say I spend 60 bucks on shares. Mm-hmm. I did the calculations, and I saw where it got up to 420 blaze it, $420 a share. It went to 420.69. It did. Someone got the screenshot, and I was like, yep. this is on purpose. <laughs> this, was, this was meant to happen. Um, yes. But I did the calculations, and if I would have done that, I would uh, have made $6,000. I know. And you know what? A lot of people are still like, they want to hold on until Friday. Yeah. Because there's a chance that it might go up again before they they crash out. But, but I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. I feel like it's just going to, it's not going to happen. A lot of people are going to get angry. Because there, there, w- there would be people like me where they're like, I'm not, I don't give a shit about anyone's side. I just want to make money. Yep. So I would I would have sold it the highest and be like, cool, I've got six thousand more dollars. <laughs> Imagine, I mean, how could you be mad at that six thousand dollars? Oh my god, dude. But yeah, it's it's insane the whole Robinhood thing, shutting down buying stocks of 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 those. Yeah, I I, I it's it's definitely um, really sketchy and not not great, and it seems to be the one thing that everybody can agree on yeah so this this, this might be the country you you united this is the unifying. unity that biden was talking about yes it was <laughs> it was this it was memeing up the stock market to the point where aoc tweeted and ted cruz quoted it and was like yes i agree but and then also like, is hell freezing over yeah but then aoc was like get the fuck off my timeline yep, good <laughs> speaking of ted cruz have you seen the shit with uh, seth rogan I wasn't it like last week where Seth Rogen called him like a fascist and shit, and they had a mini argument. So yeah, like Ted Cruz said something. Seth Rogen quoted it and was pretty much just like "fuck you, fascist." Yeah. And then Ted Cruz quoted that, and it kind of went back and forth for a little bit, and it was to the point where like almost every other time that Ted Cruz tweeted something, Seth Rogen would just tweet like "fuck you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love Seth Rogen so much because yeah. not only does he own people on Twitter, he also just posts his pottery, and I think that's really cool. He makes like a lot of uh, of faces, right? Yeah, he 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 makes shit out of clay. Like it's it's, it's really cool too. Yeah, like, he's good at it. He's legitimately really good at it. And I I know. Like I was like I remember seeing it the first time, being like, "That's pretty cool." And then like, he the more that he's done it, the more consistent. Like like I'm looking at some right now, and they're just really colorful, and like the design on the inside is just like really fucking cool. And he could sell that for a lot of money. Oh, he could a I lot don't know if he of will. Money. He won't. Well, if he does, it'd probably be for a charity, but. Yeah. Dude, he's so good at most things, <laughs> especially smoking weed. Yeah, that's he especially good at. Especially good at. And having uh, a movie that's probably my all-time favorite. It's it's in my top ten. Can you guess which movie it is, Matt? Okay, so it's you said it's one of your top ten favorite movies and it has him in it? He is one of the main characters. Shh, okay, let me think. It's Is it This is the End? It's not This is the End. That is a good movie, but it's not that movie. And Shelby has a guess too, because I heard her sigh in the background, and it's not that movie either. Is he in Superbad? He is in Superbad, but that's not the movie it's I'm not talking super about. Bad. You're going to have to look up Seth Rogen movies and be like, what's the most boring one? All right. All right. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. It's not boring. It's not. A, it's, I mean, it's a comedy, but it's like a sad comedy. Oh, I love that movie. I know exactly what you're talking about. With Adam Sandler. Funny and, people. Wow, I hope I can. <laughs> you see funny people with Adam Sandler? <laughs> Yes, you got it. No, but I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about, Matt. 50-50. 50-50. That's, That's one of it. my all-time favorite yep. movies. And That's Shelby good. doesn't like it because it's... terrible. Which she's what? wrong. She's absolutely wrong. terrible. It isn't. And I will stand by it. That movie made me laugh and cry. Hell yeah. One of my all-time favorite scenes in any movie is when they eat the macaroons that are <laughs> that full. Are, and, then he goes, and then they walk by the dead guy and they... <laughs> look sad and they laugh yep i love that part too i need to i need to rewatch that movie it's It's good i'm a big fan um there was speaking of stuff that made me cry uh this Mm -hmm. week a couple days ago i watched something called in and of itself okay um it is a originally a one-man show a stage production directed by the frank oz oh okay the wizard himself yes slash storyteller his name is Derek Delgadio okay and um 
he he has like this group of like 150 people in a room and he performs like one thing for them um oh, so he does micro impressions he doesn't do no he doesn't he doesn't do micro impressions he's the first micro impressionist <laughs> but i don't want to get like too deep into it because i feel like this is something you would enjoy and okay. watch and it's like this it's like a part magic trick it's a part mentalist trick it's part storytelling um and just kind of combines it to this performance that i've never really seen anything like it and how old is it it just came out oh it's like new okay this week cool because um, it sounds like an older flick is what it sounds no 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 no, no, no. it's it's literally it's literally just like he did stage shows i think it started back in like the 2010s and sometime and then they decided to film a few nights and then stitch him together for gotcha. like this like this this filmed performance yeah and it's it's incredible and it made me cry because it's very deep in a way mm-hmm. and just like affected me like in a very very profound way wonderful um so it's on hulu oh good sweet so yeah it's and uh, i would definitely suggest you check it out wonderful telling Kendra the last two days I'm like you need to watch this so I can talk with you about it yeah and so I think I think she's actually watching it right now good so yeah definitely send me like a message to remind me because I'll probably I'll probably forget I'll get you on it Uh, yeah that sounds great yeah and then tomorrow at some point probably after work I'm gonna watch the new uh the new Denzel movie that's dropping in HBO. Max. Oh, little things. Is that what it is? Yeah. The little things. That, yeah. So I told Shelby about that and we're both super interested in it because which we've been in on a thriller kick for the last, I don't know how long is either going to be very good or garbage. And I'm down for both. I'm, yep. I will. I, if it's bad, I hope it's so bad that it's like, we laugh at it. I, I just think the one thing that worries me about it, why I think it's going to be bad, is for two reasons. And it's... Well, there's a couple reasons. So the movie was written first back in the 90s. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. And was actually supposed to be like directed by Steven Spielberg at one point. Oh, damn. But he dropped out because he, he thought it was too dark. Which, Ooh. coming from the guy who directed Saving Private Ryan and Schindler's List. Yeah, I was going to say, I, how can interesting. that... Interesting. Yeah. Um, but... Um, it's just been sitting, the script's been sitting for years and years, and the guy who wrote it finally decided to direct it himself. And oh, wow. So I have a, I have a feeling it might be outdated. Um, Maybe, yeah. Or the other t- the other reason that I'm, I'm suspicious about it is because Rami Malek and Jared Leto are both in it. Do you not and like Rami Malek? I... I have mixed feelings around me. I think when he's when he's good, he's brilliant. Like I love Mr. Robot and I love what he does in that show. Yeah. But I could I can never buy him as a like a normal person. No, yeah, you're right. He he always has to play like someone with that something's weird about. He's got to be like a loner. Like as soon um, as he starts yeah. playing like a like a random Joe or a cop, it I doesn't work. And yeah, it doesn't work. You're right. And every time I see the trailer and I see Jared Leto, who is no no secret of mine who is someone i just literally cannot stand him as the joker really ruined my perception of him like it really did yeah just all of like the method stuff that goes on just is like i don't get it and there there was a way to do method acting and his way was not the way to do his reason was selling was sending condoms and rats to his co-stars and that isn't no, you do no. that shit internally. You do that with yourself. Although I think for this movie, he didn't do method because I, I just saw an interview where someone asked about Jared. Someone asked Denzel Washington about Jared Leto's method acting. And he was like, nope, he did not do it with me because I told him if he did that shit around me, he was done. <laughs> I was not going to do it. I'm like, fuck yes, Denzel. I, I, I wish Denzel would just beat his ass like right. just midway through filming. If like that, if he was doing that shit. It's the little things. It's the little things. Like my it's the little things that get you. Little, um, little things that get you punched in the face. But it just looks like he's playing his character from Blade Runner 2049. Okay. Which I don't know if you've ever seen that one. No, I have not. It's it's good. He pretty it's just like he just plays a fucking weirdo. Good. And that's that's just who it reminds me that's of. That's what he should play most of the time. Yeah. I I can't believe he's going to be a fucking Marvel character now. Wait. No, he's Morbius. Not. No, he's not. The vampire. Do not tell me that he's gonna also be a Marvel character. He's got a movie coming out called Morbius, that's like in the same like universe as like Venom was. No. Where he plays like a vampire dude. No. And he, it looks terrible. 
Jared Leto, stick to making subpar music, dude. Come on. Of oh, subpar is being generous. So, well, okay. He hasn't made subpar music since like 20, 20, 2009. So, I mean, like, I liked their most famous song. Like, like, like it's a jam. I like it. Their most, uh, I mean, The Kill? Yeah. Oh, I like The Kill. Yeah, me too. Like, I like that song. But everything else is a fire of trash. I, I used to be a very big 30 Seconds to Mars guy. Um... Yeah, and you know that that their album "This Is War" got a lot of play from me. Okay, and which you know when I go back onto it now, it's just like this overly bombastic, overly serious music that's just not not what I listen to anymore. Yeah, and then everything else they've released after that has been bad. But their last album they released, which I think was just called "America," <laughs> which saw them like diving into like trap and electronic elements. No, they didn't. Well, I mean, it wasn't trap music, but, you know, like, that kind of like that production. So there was, like, um... Oh, yeah, so it all sounds like the same, like, pop song with the same beat and the same... Yeah, it was very, very poppy. Yeah, I hate... Um, I hate that beat. Like, I, I, I hate that production style now. I hate they it. Had a, they had a song with, with ASAP Rocky and a different one with, with Halsey on that album. Um... So if, if you you can tell by that which direction it went, yeah, a direction they shouldn't have gone down, and a yeah. direction that most artists don't need to go down. It's it's terrible. It's better when artists are different. Yeah. Well, I, I like it when artists take risks, but when they regress and just like fall back on what's trendy instead of trying to like panic at the disco. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. But this one just like I just don't know anybody who fall oh, boy. I don't know anybody who listens to that album anymore. I not even them. I don't think. I gave it. I gave it one try, and yeah. then I was like, "I'm never listening to this again." Yeah, that that's how I was with uh, Fall Out Boy's newest stuff. I listened to Young and a Menace halfway through, and I what what was that? Did what it, what what did you hear? I didn't hear anything. It cut. It got cut because <laughs> it was too oh, loud. I was just screaming, "Young and oh, okay, <laughs> Young and a Menace." I, I remember very vividly the first time I listened to that song. I was so disappointed. I, I sat down at the computer and I, <laughs> I I turned it on and I was like, I kind of like this kind of so far. I wonder where it's going. And then I hear, oops, I did it again. And I was like, okay, that was a little too cheesy. And then the chorus kicks in. And I was done. Wow. Yeah. I got halfway through and I was like, I'm not listening to any of this album. I, I don't care if it's the best album of all time besides this song. I'm not listening to it. Yep. It's okay. They've kind of come back a little bit. I've, uh, I haven't listened to any of a, any new stuff. Like Their uh, their EP. Oh, is it good? They released. Um, I'm trying to think what it was called. It was like songs pretty much about Chicago. Old I and think. a Menace is what it's called. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Middle-aged menace. Oh no, um, I got, <coughs> I gotta remember what it's called. I can't believe Lake Effect Kid. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Did you ever listen to those? No, I did not. That was. It's like only, it's only three songs. But, but like, um, is it good? Yeah, it's almost like throwbacky with just a little bit of like their newer tendencies in it. That was great. Okay, I I I will give it a try. Speaking of of middle-aged bands, uh, everyone's favorite band, Weezer, is dropping a new album tonight. Oh, really? How did I miss this? I didn't know that. So they announced the one that I knew about for forever called Van Weezer. Okay. Is Is it Van Halen songs? Is that? No, it's literally like their own songs, but like they're pretty much like van halen inspired where there's like a lot of 80s guitar solo work going in is this just what they're doing now they're like fuck making super original shit let's just do covers i gotta i gotta say though the 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 songs they they've released so far for van weezer are like are they good are really fun are they good yeah um and then like last week they came out of nowhere and they're like oh by the way we have another album coming out called okay human which is a play on you know Radiohead's OK Computer. Yeah. And they released one song from it. And uh, it was not not bad. It was like <laughs> sort of like um, 
I'm trying to think of like how to it's like a you know what like baroque music is it's like strings and stuff yes. it almost it almost sounds kind of like an old Beatles song oh. or like an AJR song that's not overproduced to fuck <laughs> Um, Shelby might not take kindly to that remark. I'm sorry. I I can come out now and say it that he I, he just shit on I, he just shit on AJR, babe. I cannot. Stand. Did you hear her gasp? I did. I can't stand AJR. Oh, another feud. Is it oh, because they're famous and you're not Matt. Wow. Damn. Well, if that was if that was the truth, I would hate everybody that's famous. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And I don't see them having a podcast. No, so. they don't have a podcast. We do. So take that, losers. <laughs> But yeah, they've got that new one coming out tonight. I'm kind of excited for it. Good. And I don't know if that's bad of me to say because No, it's not. I mean, like they've been a good band. Like they've been a really good band. Like they've had awesome I, hits and I like Weezer a lot. Yeah, exactly. Even though like most of the music they've released has been like okay to bad. Yeah. Based, like they're the stuff that's been good that's come out has been like, really good. Yeah, when yeah. they get it right, they get it right. Exactly. So I'm hoping that this is the beginning of good stuff. Even though, like, I, I didn't like um, the Teal album. Yeah. Which is the covers. You didn't like the cover album? There were some. Ooh, there I were did. some. I did. There were some things I liked, but, like, a lot of it was just, like, you're just playing these songs and not doing anything new to them. I listened to No Scrubs a lot. <laughs> I forgot they covered No Scrubs. Yeah, and, it's, and how could I have forgotten they covered No Scrubs? I I can't believe you forgot, Matt, because it was it was the hit. No, it wasn't. I uh, like how one of Weezer's highest charting tracks in recent years was their cover of Africa by Toto, and it, it's a good cover. It is. I like that cover. Yeah. Um. I hope they do a second hidden or well, a second surprise album. It's just them singing Karma Police for forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not even. I don't know. I don't know if that's something I really want, or I just would rather never come and out. And it's just them. Okay, so they do the first rendition. It ends, and they just go one, two, three, and they just go again. And it, that's that's it each time. Okay. <laughs> it's eleven songs. I mean, sure. Why not? It's Weezer. They'll probably do it. Party. That actually is like a very good transition to something that happened to me today. Oh. Where um, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw your tweet and I responded to it. Made a shitty remark. Exactly, it was yeah. great. Uh, so I'll 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 set it up and then you'll tell and them I'll slam what you dunk tweeted. it. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So basically, what happened today is while I was working on stuff, I had not listened to my records for quite some time. Yeah, and so I first threw on Radiohead's In Rainbows, which is my favorite album of theirs and a classic. And got through it, and I was like, damn, okay, I still want to listen to Radiohead. So I took out a moon-shaped pool, and I was about to play that. And then the first song just starts skipping like crazy. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, right? I hope it's not warped, and I hope I just need to like get like a a record cleaning kit and fix it. And so I took it off, and I'm like, okay, well then I'll just listen to OK Computer. And then I get through like the first side of the record for OK Computer, I flip it over, and the first song on the other side is Karma Police. I'm like, fuck yes, let's go, Karma Police. And then it just starts skipping again. And I was so pissed off. I'm like, <laughs> ha- like so uh, almost all of my Radiohead out records are skipping now, so fuck that. Yeah. But, so I tweeted that, that there is nothing, there is nothing worse than throwing on a record and it's skipping like crazy. And then I, f- I tweeted a following tweet that said, I just think my record player doesn't like Radiohead, for which you responded. So I said, because you're playing Radiohead, not Recordhead. Genius. And that's me getting five Emmys, an Oscar, a Tony. So you're welcome. Absolutely genius. I I felt simultaneously owned, and but also proud to be owned. And, and, you know, proud to know me and, you know, excited to be my friend. <laughs> like, oh, I get to be friends with this funny guy. Yeah. That's right. When in reality, like, wow. it's, oh, I'm, I'm friends with this depressed asshole on Twitter. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him tweet about wrestling sometimes and magic sometimes and mostly not tweeting. Yes, it's just sadness. <laughs> I was kidding. 
Oh God. Yeah. So I, I, I've not, uh, gotten into Radiohead as much. Like I think, I think that should be your next evolution. See, I love Karma Police. Like I love that song. I think it's a mm-hmm. wonderful song. But outside of that, I really don't know their stuff. Like I, I'm not. You know what? I was, I was thinking about that too. Cause like, not too long ago, my stepdad was talking about the bands he wants to see before he dies. Okay. And he created a list called Fuck, <laughs> which stands for Foo Fighters, U2, Phil Collins, and The Killers. And so he was like, what would be like on your list? And I was immediately like, Radiohead. <laughs> What's on your fuck list? <laughs> yeah. And I, he was just like, I don't think, he's like, I know who Radiohead is, but and I think I know the song Creep, but I know nothing else by them. And I'm like, that doesn't surprise me, but at the same time, it's kind of crazy that yeah. they're such a big band. Well, that... and they're an older band, too, so you would think the generations before us would be more privy to them. Not really. It's it's really just, I don't know, they've, they've stayed relevant through their whole career, and they're still fucking putting out the best work of their careers. Yeah. Like, I don't think they have a bad album. They've got a few duds, for sure, like stuff I don't care for. But even on those albums, they're like two or three songs that I'm just like, fuck yeah, this is why I like them. <laughs> and don't but, they, don't they have a ton of shit out? Like, isn't their discography huge? <clears throat> so they formed back in the nineties at some point. Uh, uh, they released, how many albums do they have? I should know this by heart. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They have nine albums. That, yeah. So it's not a whole lot considering they've been active since 93. Yeah. So it's coming up on 30 years. So I fucking guess so. Holy shit. That's weird, isn't it? Uh, it's weird. Yeah. That it's, it's 30 years from the nineties now, but most of their stuff take like a few years to complete. Like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, their last album was released in 2016. Say, they haven't released a new one since then. Right. They're not pumping out shit every year, every other year. No, they're, they're, they're working on shit. They're making very sure it's considerate good. about what they do. And, you know, a lot of the times when they make stuff, you know, it kind of, I don't I, I don't want to say like they like you know single-handedly changed the direction of the music industry but there are a lot of people who are very heavily influenced by the stuff they put out and I bet I bet once I dive in I'm gonna notice that I bet yes. I bet I'm gonna notice that um so I will I will let you know that their first two albums Pablo honey and the Benz um, Pablo honey is pretty much like the only record of theirs that I don't really come back to so should I listen to it then? Uh, maybe after you get acclimated to them. Okay, so, like, I should listen to the good shit and then dive into, like... Yeah, so, like, OK Computer, which is the album that has Karma Police on it... Yeah. ...is, like, a front-to-back masterpiece. It's an ass-to-mouth masterpiece. Yeah, it's an ass-to-mouth masterpiece. Yes, it is. Um, and I, it's, you know, it was released, like, I think the year before I was bored? Yeah, 97. And, um... Ooh, so, my birth year! Oh, shit, dog! And it still sounds brand new. It's kind really? of incredible. Okay. Um, the album they released after that, Kid A, which is completely different from OK Computer. Mm-hmm. So like, their first two albums were very much like alt rock, yeah, guitar driven anthems. And OK Computer kind of does that a lot, but they introduce a lot of cool effects and stuff. And then Kid A is just like the biggest like 180 a band has done, where they just go full on like electronic. Oh wow. And it's great and weird, and I love that one too. And then you know they released a couple other albums, but like, In Rainbows is my favorite one. So maybe that should be the first one you start off with because it's it's a really quick album. It's only like ten tracks. Mm-hmm. Every one is a banger. You'll kind of get the full gist of everything they do in that th- album. Okay, so it's a pr- it's a very all encompassing album. I would say yeah, I would say like OK Computer and Kid A are like their most important albums, but. In Rainbows kind of has a little bit of everything that they do okay. in that album. So, st- kind of like, so start there and then go to the OK Computer and... Yep. Okay. And then their last album they released, A Moon-Shaped Pool, which I mentioned is low-key one of the most beautiful but also depressing albums I've released. So maybe wait a little bit until that one or okay. maybe wait until you're not just like <laughs> so in, sad. So in, in your quarantine, can you make me a, a tier list... Can you make me oh the list that I, that I should go through? Can you can you put them in order for, for me? Oh my so god! I can just I go would, through them, please. I will do that right now. 
well not right now but like right after this is done yeah because i've always been super intrigued by radiohead and i've always heard that they're just amazing and they haven't had bad shit like yep so i don't know why i haven't gotten into them more i mean you know like i didn't get into them until their last album came out and that was actually like the first album i listened to of theirs that i was just like whoa this is this is really good and so that's kind of where it started so like i'm like a newer newer fan but yeah and i want to do that with rush too for some reason like i want to get into rush but i don't know where to start with them either you know so yeah i was gonna say because i like i like the gorillas and that's 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 him wait who is the gorillas Oh wait, just kidding. That's blur. <laughs> I was like, no, there's, there's no way there's that crossover. There's no way he's that good at both bands. There's no, no way. That's definitely blur, right? I have yeah. no idea. I, I couldn't tell you. The only, the only song I know my blur is um. What's the really popular one? It's the one that goes woohoo. Oh, yeah. It's like Paul McCartney and Wham. Not Wham, fucking Wings. Why'd I say Wham? Wham is is close. Yeah, that's George Michaels. That's George Michaels. I forgot Paul McCartney and Wings were a thing. Imagine instead of George Michael, it was Paul McCartney and and Wham. Imagine Paul McCartney singing Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. It would just be like this really solemn guitar picking (laughs) in the background. A lot of oohs. Paul McCartney. (laughs) Hello. <laughs> I'm Paul McCartney. I'm Paul Michael. You ever listen to the Beatles? You ever heard of the Beatles? I'm part of the Beatles. I hate Ringo. Ringo, I hate you. Fuck you, Ringo. Hey, Ringo. Hey, where's Ra- John? Ringo, come here. Fuck, where's John? Fuck you, Ringo. Oh, John's dead. Oh, John's dead. Oh, where's George? Oh, George is dead. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's number one and number four left, man. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's another band I need to like listen to heavily cuz I'm not a Beatles fan. Like I I'm not I'm not acclimated with their stuff either. So Yeah, I like I was always with the impression that like I um <clears throat> like hated the Beatles for some reason. <laughs> you just hated them because they were the most, the best band of all time. Really. I think that's gotta be why. Yeah. Cause I was just like, <laughs> it's just like, I hate the Beatles. Yeah. There, there's just, no way they're that good. Yeah. And then like, you know, listening to like the white album and just like being like, Oh, this, so the, this is what everyone's talking. So about. now I get it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, shit. Is there anything else pressing that you wanna, you wanna tell your boy about? You wanna get off your chesty chest? You wanna? Is there any? Did you have a random thought that you got? Oh, nothing bad happens to the Kennedys. Nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. <laughs> oh, um, I got a job. I'm I'm an employed boy now. That's right. I can't believe you. Yeah. We've skipped over that. Yeah, I just didn't. Br- oh, I have something to bring up too. We brought up at the beginning when I was underwater. Um, but yeah, I got employed. I have a job now, so I don't have to worry about money. <laughs> money moves. Making money moves. That's right. That's right. Okay, so awesome. I have a job. It's weight lifted off my shoulders. It's great. But Uncle, but Uncle Cracker. So. Uncle Cracker has a song. Uh, I think it's called Nobody Else Like Me. I, it's his most famous one. Um, and do you know the lyrics to that song? It's a Follow Me by Uncle Cracker. Follow Me or the one that you were listening to earlier? No, not that one. The one about COVID-19. Okay, so I will read you those lyrics next. But So the most popular song by Uncle Cracker is Follow Me. And and you know the song. Follow me, everything is all right. Okay. So you know that song. Yeah. So in this song, uh, he actively cucks somebody. 
How how does he do that? So I'm interested. after the first chorus, it goes, I'm not worried about the ring you wear. Because as long as no one knows, then nobody can care. You're feeling guilty, and I'm well aware. But you don't look ashamed, and baby, I'm not scared. So basically what he's saying is, I don't care that you're married, and I will beat your husband's ass if he he finds out. I'm not afraid of your husband. Uncle Cracker is like a fuckboy. He really is. He's he's a fuckboy with a good voice. I did not know that was Uncle Cracker's song. I didn't either until today. <laughs> the more we know, I yeah, guess. Yes, I found out today, and Shelby was like, hey, this is about this... this he, Uncle Cracker's fucking this dude's wife in this song. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then we listened to it, and uh, yeah. What a what a fantastic segue. Just, yeah, he, fucks, he cucks this guy in this song. I'm in. But, so he also made a song during quarantine... About being quarantined. Um, it's called the quarantining. <laughs> it's called No Time to Be Sober. It's called No Time to Die. It's called uh, The Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Bury me. <laughs> Come break me Come. down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. It's. It goes like. I'm at my local Winn-Dixie feeling kind of risky because I forgot my surgical mask and it seems the town is with me. So basically he's saying nobody's wearing masks where I am because I live in the South and no one cares about COVID in the of South. Um, he said, I get from every person I pass, excuse me, oops, sorry. I'm just here to stock up on spirits and get a few things for my home. So please <laughs> could someone tell me why all the <coughs> toilet paper's gone? I like the little twang you're adding to Th- it, too. Thank you. Follow Love me. Him. Everything is all right. Um, and then he talks about Zoom meetings and coughing. And he, oh, at the end of the second course, he goes, I'm like six feet from my sanity, just trying to get back and figure out why Carol Baskin fed her husband to that cat. <laughs> that's a real song. That's a real lyric in an Uncle Cracker song. Merry, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uncle Cracker has saved the day. Uncle Cracker has cured COVID-19. I'm proud of him. And who, he was the cure. Who would have guessed? He was in the band The Cure. <laughs> Uncle Cracker featuring The Cure. Is, is Yesterday I got so old that I thought that I could die. Yesterday I got a vaccine. <laughs> Yesterday it was Uncle Cracker. Yesterday my Uncle Crack, my uncle's a cracker. Have you ever heard the song Parked Out by the Lake? No. It's a country song, and it, the title of the song is Parked Out by the Lake. Very well known. It's it, it's apparently by a guy named Dean Dean Summerwind, I guess. I didn't know that. That's the that's the most country singer name you could have told me. But Dean the song Summerwind? is a parody. Because let me let me let me read you the lyrics to this song. Okay. I'm still parked out by the lake. 80 miles from Santa Fe, and I'm sitting here just parked out by the lake. Oh, is it like sitting on the dock in the bay? But like, If you're wondering where I parked, I'm out parked by the lake. It's the lake that's 80 miles from Santa Fe. The chorus goes, and I'm parked out by the lake. (laughs) 80 miles from Santa Fe. (laughs) I can't believe you've never heard this. This seems like a song that would be just right up your alley. I have never heard of the man Dean Summerwind. Hang on, I'll see if I could find the correct version. I'll send it to you. He sounds like a porn star. It it does sound pretty dirty. Val Venus and Dean Summerwind starring <laughs> Choppy <laughs> Choppy PP7. <laughs> choppy Choppy PP7. Well, on that note, thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we appreciate. We have to end it at the peak. That's just what we that gotta is, do. Choppy Choppy PP is the peak. Choppy Choppy, your peak peak. Thank you for listening to the Choppy Choppy PP Seven podcast. Yes, and um, make sure to listen to Uncle Cracker tonight. Uh, eat your vitamins. Say your prayers. If not, he'll come and cuck you. 
Follow me, Earth Days. I'll be the one to cuck you in the night. Wow. Follow me, you can guarantee I'll punch your husband wild balls deep. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone. We'll we'll be back next week. We have a theme song. (laughs) Yeah, we do. That's the new theme song. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Bye, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs>